Looks like we're live. Thursday, okay. five o'clock, third of Hello. September. Guys, it's September already. What, what's happening to this year? It's gone absolutely crazy, hasn't it? Our time is flying. How it's are we doing non, today? It's a non-year. It's it's yeah. just like it's just like the worst year at all. It was the other day. It was February, and I was with Will, and he was saying that the pandemic. Oh, don't worry about the stats. And here we are, six or seven months later, <laughs> and it's and it's a nightmare. It's hell on earth. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How's you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you very much. So, today we've gone with a bit of a niche topic, haven't we? This is going to be discussing how to separate yourself from the crowd. Quite philosophical almost, but I think the, uh, the big thing to take from this is what as you as individuals can do when you're going up against large amounts of competition how are you going to stand out so Stephen first question why why this topic what's uh what's brought this about right I'm glad you asked that Jack it's a very important question so there's some really good efforts are going on so part of the architectural social we have lots and lots of students at the moment and some people have landed amazing jobs and well done. And a lot of that has been hard, sweat, and tears. And then I kind of felt that some people are super talented and it's just not happening. And that can, that sometimes in life, that's the case. Sometimes you get a bit of um, a, a bit of bit of bad luck, right? But when I go into it, and we're talking, and and I go, oh, Steve, and we're finding it really hard to find a job. You go, all oh, right, okay. All right, no problem. So how are we going? How are we doing the search? Well, what I do is I um, I, I write custom letters to each of the companies. That does take a bit of time, but I work six to seven hours a day. And in that time, I send four or five CVs. Not enough. You've got to send more and more and more. So intervention time. Intervention. Okay, come closer. So come closer. Okay, it's all right. We all make mistakes. Okay, we all we all sometimes we don't know the way. We don't know the way, and we gotta we gotta adjust. And part of it's reframing, and taking what's happened, seeing what's happened, seeing what works and what doesn't, and adjusting the formula. So I want everyone listening here. So I'm I'm reaching out to you guys, you who is listening. Wherever you are, I want you to think about your job search if you're still looking. And I want you to think about how you're going about it. Have you sent one or two CVs? And are you waiting by the phone being like, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to get back. Well, if that's the case, wake up. Okay. There's so much competition right now. We have to be out there. We have to do things differently. We have to cause a ruckus. We almost have to kind of break people from the system you're in the matrix you we need to be, you gotta stand out right now and so how do we stand out you could buy yourself a bell i'm not too sure that would work as much i mean but what we need to do is we need to get your cv and portfolio like we talked about out there so the first things first you got to remember that my opinion is my opinion uh, based upon working in industry and what I do in recruitment. Some people will tell you to write a tailored CV, send one or two things hand-delivered, and that's nice to stand out. You're only going to stand out to one or two companies doing that, the people that you hand it to. So what I'm interested in right now is how are people reaching out to the most amount of companies 
that they're interested in working for, and a few that you know they, they maybe they don't know about, but they're touching base to see there's a few jobs. And how do you get noticed? Okay, so the first thing's first. You can only get noticed by how many people you reach out to. So if you reach out to two, you've got one. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't press the bell there. Well, you, hey, no problem. So if you go one or two companies, guess what? One or two might get back to you. If you reach out to a hundred, a hundred will have seen you, right? But then you got to make sure that when you're in front of them and you have that minute in the moment m&m style we've got to get our freestyle we've got to get our rap going so you've got to make sure that the content counts and that cv and portfolio needs to be blinding it needs to be uh finessed the basics need to be there and then when the documents with the people you've got to reach out you've got to kind of go through the never you've got to reach out connect grab people's attention right and bring them to your quality CV and portfolio. And the way we do that is we get on the phone, get your mask on, go for a little walk around. And you've got to do everything and anything. And what you can't do right now is go, oh, well, I've, I've, I've spoken to one or two recruiters and I'm sure they're going to get back to me because I'm a recruitment consultant right now and it's really tough. And we are all trying really hard. The truth is, though, a recruitment consultant is only going to have a certain amount of jobs right now, and especially if you're a graduate or if you've been made redundant or you're on furlough, you have to look out for number one. And yes, you can explore recruitment consultants. The best person to sell yourself is going to be you. You need to think of yourself almost like a business, almost like an enterprise or a show. You need to get yourself out there. You need to get noticed. And it's whether that's on LinkedIn, sending a message. I've seen one or two of them go viral. Get a horn. Maybe not get a horn. Do something to stand out. Make sure your LinkedIn's tipped up. Get that CV, get that portfolio, and get out there. And that's why I did this today, because I feel like some people have done such good effort, and they're getting jobs. And for everyone else, if you're sending loads of CVs out, good for you. Really good for you. And if you if you if you're really pushing hard, I'm on your side and I'm your biggest supporter. You can't be surprised right now though if you sent one or two CVs and you're not hearing everything. And that is the kind of the purpose of this today. It was a bit of tough love, a little bit of come on now, you can do better. Because I believe in you. I know you can do better. I know you can push it a bit further. You have to be a little bit out of your comfort zone. And the worst thing you can do is kind of do nothing or slow, tailored. That's Don't the big be... thing, Stephen, that you were just talking about there. You know, the whole idea of the uh, the comfort zone. Do you not think that's mm. probably like the biggest sort of setback for a lot of people going out there because they don't, they might not necessarily like, you know, like when you have to call pe- uh, practice up and actually chase feedback for some people, that might be a bit of an awkward situation, isn't it? But like yeah. you're saying, yeah. the thing with anything, any goals you have, any, any sort of career aspirations, anything you want to do, you have to understand that you, you have to do things that you're not okay with at times. Because otherwise, you're not. You're just going to be the same person doing the same things. And if you're only sending out one or two CVs, as opposed to person B who sent out a hundred CVs and called them hundred practices within X amount of time, that person there who actually put themselves out of the comfort zone is the person who's going to get, you know, like a, a lot of interviews. So hundred percent. It's like these these webinars. 
I didn't feel comfortable doing them at the start. I was like, oh, no, we're going to go live. It's going to be really awkward. And uh, now we're I'm got horns and bells and all this stuff, right? So I've kind of, okay, okay, I need, I need, to, cal- I need to calm down a bit. Uh, I just get passionate about this topic because you have to go out of your comfort zone, and it is not nice sending uh, – it's quite tough sending volume CVs. It's really hard to ring up companies speculatively. And no one kind of wants to hear a no. And you might be you feel a bit insecure about it, but you're gonna get you're gonna get rejection. The thing is, if you don't ring up, you'll never find out. And think of it like constructive criticism. There's a lot of examples. So on the architecture social, we have the workshop group. Some people send CVs and hey, the best thing, even if your CV is not quite there or what, the first thing you should do always is look at the examples there and and, and kind of finesse that. But what you want to do after that is you want to basically, you need to put yourself out there. You need to expose yourself and you need to ask, why is it not working? And what you don't want to do is kind of bash your head against the wall going like, I don't understand why this, 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 it's not working. What, what, what's happening? And and then it's just like you need to address the CV and portfolio and have a little look at examples which work. If someone's got a job, ask them how they got it and learn from it. And if you take on good, oh, take on good feedback, you will improve the formula. Always improving, always changing. Like the way I've added horns and bells and whistles. You develop the formula over time. And guess what? The, the, you're never going to get it right the first time. It's a feedback group. It's how do you change that CV? What works? Is the file too big? Is it not? And did you make a call and you were too pushy? Did you make a call and, and you were too standoffish? Or you know, And after a few of the calls, what will probably happen is you muscle through them. You'll be polite and then you'll just be used to it. Like boom, 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 boom. Let me ask you a question. How many people have called up after their CVs give? Mm. And it's like we have to we have to have a bit of a tough laugh session because there could be a second wave. Second wave. Oh no. Right. It could be anything. And it's gonna it could get really tough. I think Jack Pringle was saying, uh, I read today that it's gonna get tougher before it gets easier. Not a lot of Brits have an appetite to go back to the office. I'll be back in the office next week. Actually, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. You know, me walking up Oxford Street again with my with my mask. But we've got to be out there, you've got to be on the prowl, you've got to be looking. And I think that the person that goes the extra mile wins, and the person that has the good C V quality and portfolio wins and the and and the person that goes for a lot of interviews has a lot of choice the person who is selective at the start has a narrow funnel and that's what then that's kind of my point i think the person that is more out there and it's the same with our jobs isn't it boys it's the same thing yeah. that if you're not engaged and if you're not out there and you're not transparent and you're not looking for feedback and you're not looking to improve then you in this climate you could be overlooked you oh, let me rephrase that you will be overlooked and that's how it is because we're we're if things are going in the right direction there's a lot of talented people looking for jobs right now so we need to be out there. Well, before I ring another bell, save the listeners from and give, <laughs> uh, 
and so I've been sitting back and just listening to you just go on I didn't expect the megaphone as well that caught me off guard <laughs> yeah do you like it yeah I didn't you, expect I, that I was keeping people on their toes as should you with your applications and the way yeah, you bring you it back you kept me on my toes. Yeah, I, you, you hit the nail on the head. I can't really add anything else more to that other than just reiterate everything that you've said, really, because it's all about persistence. And I think a lot of people limit themselves at the beginning when they're too selective. And then that narrows their funnel. And that means towards the end, you don't, well, you, you might not even get to the end. That's the problem. And I think as well, what people forget is that if you've got lots of options, you've applied to hundreds and hundreds of that practices every single day you're getting interviews you suddenly stand out more because you're telling these interviewers that i've got five other interviews elsewhere because i've been making a thousand applications in total that alone makes you stand out because no one else that they're interviewing has probably done that second of all they're keen on you because they're thinking well if these practices are interested in them then I should be interested in them as well. Clearly this person is a good architect or a good part one or whatever. And so it suddenly makes you more desirable and that alone makes you stand out. So actually doing a lot of the hard grinding effort at the beginning of applying to loads of places will make you stand out at the end because your tenacity pays off and that we recognize because you need, you need that sort of attitude when you are working within an architecture practice, because it's, you know, you're, you're hitting deadlines. uh, It's not, you know, sit back and relax hour. You're working really hard to try and accomplish a goal. And so they're looking for individuals that have that attitude that can get tasks done quickly, smartly and effectively. Yeah. I think that I agree. And that's the point. You, 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 you're going to, when you go for this job, you're going to give it your all. The thing, the person you've got to, the way you're going to be in the job, there's the way you've got to take job seeking. Job seeking is a job in itself. It's a nightmare. Anyone that says anything different is, I think. is jobless. <laughs> well sometimes you can be the hole in one guy right like i've got one friend and you know uh he's a doctor he's just effortlessly good at everything right and he was just like the thing is he's such a nice guy and i love him to bits he was just good at everything oh, i managed to get a job got accepted in the courses let alone me i'm struggling away right Guess what? There's not many people in life that have that thing. Then there's that guy. That guy will blitz through in uni and get the good grades and, you know, get the job in Heatherwick. Goes, oh, I've got a job. Well, I was never that person. I was the person that sent a thousand CVs. So. And think, uh, Stephen, as well, you know, when you're talking about your, um, you met, you know, you've brought it up before about how you tackled, you know, getting into a practice as well. And that was before covid wasn't it that was this is the big thing i think that um a lot of people listening need to grasp onto when you were applying for jobs you had you know high level activity and that was before there was a global pandemic so in this year when there is a pandemic and you think people are even more busier with even less time to look over you know practices people in practices have enough on their plates right now thinking about what they're going to be doing in the future so i think it is almost like you need to triple the effort in this year particularly because you're going to have a mass of people applying for things but you might not have a mass of people who are calling straight up afterwards and saying oh you know i sent in my cv just wondering if you had any feedback oh you've not had a chance to look at it that's fine could i call you back next week or something and then even if you know it goes negative or you have an interview doesn't go well being that person says right completely understand thank you for your time is there any feedback you can give me 
to help me progress further. At that point, they'll probably say, right, well, at least that person is mature enough to, you know, ask for this kind of feedback. So I think for everyone in here, recognize that it's a, it is a difficult time and it's a very difficult time this year. And like Stephen said, with the, you know, there's whispers of a second wave, no one knows what's going to happen in the future, but more than ever, you need to put yourself outside of your comfort zone. Don't be scared of people. You know, if you're one of those people who might find it a bit awkward, you know, calling a place up because you've never spoken to them and you don't want to annoy them or, you know, get on their nerves, just understand that they're just people. And the worst thing they're ever going to say to you is no, or I haven't looked over it or, you know, sorry, but we, we saw your CV, but we don't like it. You just got to get past that sort of mental block that a lot of people have when it comes to doing these sort of what people just call awkward situations. Yeah. I reckon inboxes are quite chock-a-block right now. So actually, if you ring up, the point is you'll stick out and people will find your CV. So send the CV and then a day or two after follow up and ask if you got the CV and then a week after then follow up. Everything you all need to you need to be so switched on with all this. And it's got to the point that I think now that what I really liked about our um we went through this everything from in my head and the process of everything from the start, you know, in our webinar series of CVs right to the end. And we had a chat about this before, or I kind of had a chat with you guys about, we're thinking, oh, do we rehash the same thing? And the answer is no. I think that that course, uh, or that if you go over that, you just covered everything. And if you apply that methodology to job seeking efficiently, there's no doubt you will you will get you will be more results because the whole point of the what we're talking about and the whole goal of everything I'm talking about is if you're proactive and you take matters into your own hands, you take accountability and you, you think about getting that CV and portfolio to the best it can be, and then you send it to the maximum amount of places that you're interested in, and you you record and you follow up and you ring, then and you go out there and you attend interviews and you chase feedback, then I guarantee you you will go you will go through the process and. My basis on that is because I've done it and I've seen hundreds of people do it. What I don't, what we have to get past is you can't wait, okay? And things are never going to be perfect. You can't go, well, I'm not going to call because I'm not too sure what to say or should I do this or should I do that or should I say, um, oh, is it the right time now? Should I wait an hour or two? And there's going to be always... Everyone's going to have an opinion of when to do it or not. And I just think, just do it. Just do it. Get the CV out there. Go for interviews and pick up the phone. And there's no script. If you're waiting for a script from me or anyone else, guess I guess I could do a little script or something like that. It's never going to be genuine. And people are looking for human context. They're looking for realism. So this is kind of like um, my... Um, plea. It's almost like a, I want to say it's not so much a wake up call, but it's about now we've gone through that. And if there's the same questions there, then my question is more looking at yourself. And that's what I've learned right now. It's more about you can ask me, should the CV, should I move the title from here to there? And I almost want to turn around and go, do you think that makes much of a difference? Or do you think? What would make more of a difference now is to send this out, 
try to get feedback from the companies and from them adjusting it. Should we wait for 100% perfection? Should we send the CV out? And then when the CV's out, do we do we sit down here like this and wait for the phone to ring? <gasps> oh, no, it didn't ring. <gasps> or do we go out there and call them yourselves? This Just is on, um, on that note, Stephen, we had a, we had a question come in, um, super pretty relevant to the topic at hand. Just saying that when we when they call up those companies, um, are they asking for a follow up or are they simply asking if they receive the CV? Um, I was going to say first, you probably would never need to ask a company if they received your CV because likelihood is you'd you'd be going to a generic email anyway so as long as there's no faults at your end in terms of attaching the cv and portfolio or the message you shouldn't have any problems so you can always call a company up and ask if they received your cv though but like steven said it might be worth waiting if you send the cv out wait one or two days just say oh hi um my name's x have you read the cv yeah and if you have what, what, what did you think? To yeah. be honest, I think it's um, worth having actually a bit of fun with it. You know, uh, maybe people might think, well, why should I risk it? But at the same time, when you're calling up someone, as long as you're not, uh, you know, spiteful, as long as you come across well, any conversation is fine, as yeah. long as it's thoughtful and it's relevant. So, for example, you have a bit of fun, talk about, oh, I've seen that you won this project last week. It looks amazing. I'm actually looking for a job myself. Do you need, yeah. would you be interested uh, in myself to help out at all? Something like that. Just play around with it. Find out what works because things would work differently for everyone else, but it's actually about how you come across because the point of the call is not to, not necessarily just to remind them that you've made an application, but to also present yourself. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a step. It's like when you were going to an interview, you do it because you want to, uh, you, you, you're trying to show off your personality in there, but you can actually show your personality during the application stage with the phone call, and that's the point of it. I think um, that's exactly. Really I think you're bang on. It's like running your own business. Imagine that you're running your own business right now, and the business is I'm Stephen Drew, or it's Will Ridgeway, or it's Jack Moran. All right, and so yourself, so you're 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 basically you're coming across the best you can. You're going to get the best suit possible you're going to feel great you're going to feel employable you're going to get a, a great webcam you're going to get a microphone you're going to organize yourself you're going to get an excel table you're going to you've asked you're going to look at all the examples or you for instance on the actual social look at all the feedback given to other cvs and portfolios have a hard think about what works what doesn't and then you want to find people that have succeeded and then look at what they've done the best recipe is other people. And I'm not on about copying. I'm on about what works because you can't just copy and paste someone's because what we're on about here is your personality, who you are. What we want to do, though, is canvas that to the to the architectural job market in the best way possible. So, again, it's like the best suit, getting all the equipment, getting that CV and portfolio right. Feeling confident in yourself, and that takes a long time. But what you can do is by by bringing more people and getting out there and speaking to people, you will begin to feel more confident, and you will learn more. And 
even if it's tough, you remember you're it's like a battle, you're surviving. So you've you've ta- you've put up your CV, your portfolio, you've got it all tip top. You've you and then you're going to call people up, and it's going to be really awkward. And I want everyone to, here to think about and be honest with yourself. If you're listening, how many companies have you called? Okay, be honest with it. And hey, I, I feel like I sound like my parents now. I don't mind. I don't mind what number it is, but. Think about it for yourself. If you want to do a few calls, then you're going to have experienced it yourself. It's going to be scary. It's not going to be fun. Uh, And then over time, you get better at it. Okay. And if you are a confident, happy go lucky person, then well, good on you. Get on that, get on that blower and and, um, impress people. It's, these things, they're not comfortable. Then it's what, what, what I'm trying to get past is that this whole job search, you're going to feel uncomfortable. It's in the aspects where you're uncomfortable that you develop skills over time. Again, going back to this, I feel much more confident and now maybe too confident. Maybe I've got too many battles at the moment, right? And you rein it in. You rein the formula in. I'll put in the survey afterwards. Too many bells, too many knots. It's, <laughs> bells aside, that process should be with your CV and portfolio and getting the job. And what I'm saying is, it's because this is like the number 10. Now we feel a bit more uh, confident with it. If for at the first one, when I was going on stage, I was, I was really nervous, but I forced myself to do it. And that's what we got to do. And that's what you guys have got to do. You've got to force yourself to uh, expose your CV and portfolio. You've got to ask questions. You've got to talk with each other. And what you can't do is you can't rely on one person, as in you need to speak to many people. You need to understand that people are busy. That's fine. But if you ask those people and if they're too busy, that's cool. But you need to go out there and you need to kind of push. It's the movers and shakers. And I always thought that was a kind of a cool name. And the point is movers and shakers move and shake. And if you don't move and you don't shake things up, it's like it says, you stay still. And we can't afford to stay still right now because there's lots of people who've got jobs. Don't think that right now, because of the global pandemic, there is no jobs. Because right today, I know someone who's had a job offer who is on the architectural social. I've known a few people. There's, there's a really nice chap who's just got a job at Tr- Stride Treglon. Oh, I, I always feel like I can never say their name properly. Stride Treglon. Yeah, I think it's I've got my Welsh accent, right? <laughs> Great company, and bet you there are a lot of applicants. But he shone out for who he was, being humble. There was no bells, much more humble than me. Maybe me when I was 18, right? The thing is, he went out there, he pushed, he went for an interview, showed the mutual self. Everyone is employable, and it's about finding the right place. You just need to give yourself the benefit. So I think go through all the courses that the ones that we've done i think this is probably going to be the last one for me for now because i almost want it to be like that gap where i force people we force people to think because it's all the information's there okay and what's more the webinars that we've done i think i hopefully i think they're helpful but you know what's the most helpful thing is speaking with one another and again 
what I really like about the architecture social is the community aspect. I'm learning stuff all the time. Things work, things don't. Sometimes, remember, we set up groups, guys. We get 20 people turn up. Other times we get one or two. And and I sometimes uh, I have a giggle, I have a laugh, and, we're, and it's always evolving. And that's through a conversation. And there's so many people looking for jobs uh, and at the moment. And there's so many people who are on the community who are in jobs who are employers or people who are professionals and my challenge would be is to um, expose yourself a little bit and say hey I've done my CV and portfolio this is where I'm at um, what do you think that's a good one or the other one I, I would love to see someone let's see if it happens after this on the architectural social I mean you could do it on LinkedIn you could do it wherever you want um, just talking. Um, I've had a tough week. I didn't get anyone. I sent 20 CVs. Good for you, right? Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate that. When we push it 22, 25 next week, you can do it. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Talking, going through things. Because by doing that, you learn. You go better. It's like me. Well, oh, put a bit of weight on. Right, oh, Steve, you know what to do. I'm glad you told us, right? Oh, I know. I have to deal with it. Okay, talking. The worst thing you can do is bottle things up. People go, how's the job search? Oh, I don't want to speak about it. It's really stressful. You will understand. That's not going to get you anywhere. But expose yourself. Talk about it. But you want to talk about it with people who are currently looking as well. You share the successes and you share what doesn't work. Oh, I had a tough interview. I had this and that. But okay, that information is valuable to other people. So how do you stand out? The first thing is you talk. You talk with people. You talk with people who are looking with you. You talk with employers. You engage. You stand out. Hey, if you want to do a little website and a cool little video, yeah, you can do like all kind of funky ideas. Maybe you're on LinkedIn and you've got a little video there or your YouTube. That's great. And I'm all for that. You develop a program or you publish a bit of artwork. Amazing. You do something in the short term. Charity work. Great. Talk about it. That's the point. Talk about it. Talk about what you're doing. Do something different. And I'm, it's less about is should I should I program this should I should I do this art yes amazing but just do it and do it now it's not too late it's far from too late but we have to do it now and that's what I wanted to get across if you've sent five CVs fine tomorrow five more don't beat yourself about tomorrow and. That's one thing I don't want anyone here to do. Do not feel bad about if you haven't figured a job yet. Do not blame yourself, but do promise yourself that tomorrow you're going to change. You're going to pay. You're going to phone someone up. You're going to you're going to ask for feedback. You're going to before you ask, you're going to say you're going to research what ones work and what done. You're not going to go up to someone with a CV when you haven't cared about it. You're going to look at other people's work. You're going to see what works and what doesn't. And you're going to get it tip top. And then you're going to talk to people. You are going to be the most professional version of yourself because you are that. And you're going to ramp it up a gear because if you ramp it up a gear, the person that's hiring, they will see that and they go, oh, I need someone on my team with a bit of fire in their belly like that. So 
Do it now. Tomorrow. Get up. Get up early. Dress. Feel proud of what you've done. And start getting things ready. Whether it's tidying up that CV, tidying up that portfolio. But do it now. And do not... God. No. Time, you don't need to beat yourself up. You've got to push forward. And you've got to learn. And you're going to make mistakes. But we need to make them mistakes quicker. And you need to expose yourself. And you need to call up. You need to feel uncomfortable. It's like a, it's like wobbling off the bike. You're going to fall on the floor. You're going to hit your head. You're going to hurt yourself. But if we, if we, if we concentrate and we do that now, it's like the person. It's like the guitar, isn't it? It's something I, I'm sort of like, oh, you know, I learn a guitar and I can't just get far and da da da. And actually, guitar, learning a guitar, it's all about hours. It's all about how many hours you put in. It really isn't okay. Say now. Um, Jack's slightly better at making guitars. Oh, yeah. All right, Jack, slightly better. But but I bet you the reason why Jack's much better at guitar is probably because he's put much more hours in and actually maybe he has a bit of dexterity. However, if I put a bit more hours in than Jack, then that diminishes and we're the same. And and there's that quote, isn't it, of like, it's funny that uh, that the, the luckier I get seems to be that the more lucky I am is when I practice more. And this is the thing. The more interviews you get is the more CVs you sent out. And the better, the better your CV looks is by how many examples you've done and how you've changed it. And then you're getting it out. It's everything and everything more and more and more. And what you find is that she, I was on about my friend earlier. Um, the one that effortlessly has gone, gone through to everything. And do you know what? I'm doing him a disservice right now because I'm my emotion. I was like, oh, he's just he's talented at everything. But let me tell you, when I was knocking around, you know, in, in Swansea, up and down the streets when I was 15 and 16, he was at home reading books, okay? And he worked so hard. I worked hard. He worked insanely hard. And he could do piano. He could do all this stuff. And it was because he was talented, but he went the extra mile. And I've got one friend who is a natural genius, but lazy. And my mate, who's not as smart with it as him, but put more hours in, got further in life. And it's the same with me. You know, when I worked in architecture, I did okay. Um, now in this, when you suddenly, when you start putting more effort in, and it's a bit like what we talk about, isn't it? No one say, and this is my thing, it's like when you go into architecture practice, I'm not on about working through the midnight because that's working inefficient, but I like it when people go on their own accord. It's like you two. I can give you a task. If you do one of five or 10 things in a table, for example, let's say now you're making a table and you do five or 10 and you could do them 20 to 30. Well, that's up to you because the amount you put in dictates how much you want it and how fast you learn. Okay, um, unless it's data entry, and then it's a bit frustrating. But other than that, the print the principle is that the people who get far in life are the people who go the extra mile. Bill Gates, all this stuff. I mean, how many hours? How much? Steve Jobs, how many hours? How much reject? How much? No one. Everyone just sees the the shiny product at the end. That's okay. true. No one ever sees. No one sees the graft behind it. It's a, you can apply that to like even with gym and stuff. You know, like so many things. No one ever likes yeah. to see the 
graph that went. You know, like even Zaha Hadid, did she start where she left off? No, she would have had to put in. Yeah, she, I bet you she she worked all long. She worked long, 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 exactly. long hours. And I doubt she just had everything handed to her on a plate. You know, she would have, had that, to have gone out. It's like it's like the gym now. When I talk to you about the gym thing, it's like ah, oh, you're like right. You're gonna give me right, okay, Steve. If you want to do all this, you're gonna do. Uh, I do two hundreds uh, push ups that or whatever in the morning, and I'm like, oh man, that's all that nightmare. And you're like, well. That's what it takes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And because now I know that actually there is a correlation between uh, doing it and not. And this is what we were talking about this week is because I'm slowly now I'm going back on the exercise bike and doing the own things. And before it's like in denial world, it's like, oh, you know, it's just a bit difficult. And then, and then I'm disappointed then. I'm like, oh, I'm lost, I'm lost any weight this week. It's because it's because I haven't got on the exercise bike and I haven't done anything. And you're doing 200 setups a day. <laughs> and that's how you lose weight and accomplish goals. And it's the same thing with you. If you want a job in the best architectural practices and and you want to go far in life, uh, it's an attitude of going above and beyond. And remember, in this scenario, when you're job seeking, you are going above and beyond for yourself. For you. You were doing it for you. So um, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to go about, above and beyond. And anything less, it's you who is looking for a job. It's you who's going to work in this company. So this is a massive return on investment. All this energy that you will go in, you will personally learn from it. You will ideally go for more interviews and you will see more opportunities. So the way to stand out is to go and push yourself above and beyond. And this was a trick question because there is no one way the more you're tackling that question and the more you're fighting with sending CVs, sending portfolios, working hard, getting organized, getting a suit, speaking to people, failing, the more you do that, the more you will stand out because you're going to be a finessed, finished article. So, cool. Should we leave it on that note? Sure. Well, we've, got, we've got one question, Steve, I thought you might like to, uh, okay. seeing as you're going to be going back into the office soon as well, and it's just about the idea of practices, whether or not they're, do you think they'll be looking at doing flexi working more you know now through the COVID now, thing flexi working is almost in it's almost seen as a negative people if there is a job people want you to work full time you're going to advertise yourself as something that's going to work really hard work as much as possible and yeah if, if certain things because your life parameters are in place then you have to go above and beyond in different ways so if you, for instance you need to do a school drop or something else then the reality is then in the, maybe in the evening you'll plug yourself in for an hour or two more the the person that works the hardest is the one that survives right now it is do or die when the going gets tough the tough get tougher um you have to be realistic to real life and yeah things you can move things around and you you can make things happen but you have to go above and beyond and we have to send out the cvs we have to for apply for jobs we have to we have to basically you want to work, don't work for free or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that you're going to get paid for what you do and you're, you're going you're gonna to look for a good reward on the back of it. If, yeah, if you work hard, you should get paid well, right? But right now we're after experience and we need to get in the industry. So you can worry about being a millionaire later. Uh, we just need to get going right now. And being unemployed hurts. Being on furlough hurts and um 
we all want to go back. We're all in a difficult situation, but we yeah, we need to pump them irons. And Jack, right? I see, I see someone's a fan of our uh, gym analogy. Good point though to think. You know, with like talking about the gym, anything like this as well. Whenever you're working, whenever you're doing something that seems like it's tedious or boring, or you don't want to do it, you have to remember that you're never doing it for that immediate satisfaction. You're never see, sending out CVs because you're immediately going to get an interview or you're immediately going to get a job. What people need to realise is that the work you're putting in today is to get the rewards tomorrow or further down the line. Same with gym. No one gets a no one gets a six pack overnight. You have to keep working at it, and you won't see the results come immediately. And for a lot of people, that can put them off. You know, because say if you're sending out CVs and after two days I've not heard anything back, therefore it must mean that no one likes me or, or no one appreciates yeah. me or no one appreciates my CV. But it's like, no, you have to keep doing these things. Same with the job that we work in as well. The effort you put into now, you'll see the rewards come in time. As long as you're putting in that graft for now, it will start to pay off. So remain positive. It's not an easy time for everyone, but at the same time, flip it on its head. That's because it's not an easy time for everyone. That puts us all in the same boat, which gives you more of a chance to engage, connect with each other, discuss your ideas, discuss how to tackle the job market. To the graduates listening, how can you help each other by providing each other feedback on places you may have had an interview? Can you talk to someone about their CV? Can you talk to someone about mm-hmm. uh, an area you're good in? Are you a really skilled Revit technician? Can you help someone or discuss something further? There's lots of stuff to be doing right now where it might not seem so immediately beneficial, but remember that the long-term goals have to stay in mind. And that's the only way you're going to really crack it and actually be able to stay consistent. But yeah, that's our words of wisdom. I love it. I think that whether it's in the analogy of um, whether it's a guitar or whether it's the gym or the job search, you've got to think of uh, everything. What we've basically done in the last few weeks is kind of lay out a formula, almost like a program, isn't it, Jack? Mm-hmm. But the program lives or dies by someone doing the program or adjusting from it and yeah. exactly like in the gym program or on linear guitar sometimes you kind of plateau and you're like oh i don't feel like i'm getting better or you get a setback and you've got to keep going on and so and and also remember think of it like what we've done it's a program okay you're going to freestyle it around you. Some of the things I might say might not apply so much towards yourself. You might have sent a thousand CVs and go, Steve, what do you want about? I've sent a thousand. If we go deep down now, what it's about is kind of dissecting into your niche scenario. We might find that the CV is not reading very well, or we might find that when you're going for the interview that actually um, you're not coming across in the best light because on video interviews, maybe the attack isn't there or, or you feel a bit nervous. No problem. But these are the things that we need to go into. There is no right way. There is no wrong way, but you have to keep pushing on. And it's kind of, I like the word reframing. And that was actually in a course that I looked at, um, a course that I signed up for to do with the architecture social. And it was on about community building. And it was talking about certain things work, certain things don't and reframing and reframing to me is a bit like in the gym when you hit the plateau or a bit like on the job search where you think like, Oh, I've sent everything out and you not get feedback. And the way you reframe might be that you bring people up, you get feedback and they go, I couldn't load the CV up. It didn't work. And you go, oh, my gosh, I've sent the CV out. It's not working. Ah. And then you just actually follow up again and you send a new version and you get past the nervousness. But because you did that and you called, you then work out the next bit. It is it, The job search really isn't a case of 
you follow my eight webinars and you will definitely get a job. The webinars are an in are a good general guide and a, and hopefully impart in my mental process and how to seek a job and how to go through it so that you have the maximum gains. It's a bit like um, if you sit down with me um, one-on-one and we go through your career, of course I can tell you ins and outs what I think would happen, a bit like mentorship. But we're not in a position where we can do that right now. But what we can do, this is like a bit of a, a motivational guide to give you all the tools and the ability to go out there because you all have the ability in yourself to do it. And you can. You just have to go above and beyond and push yourself. Like the gym, you've got to feel the burn. And you've got to get feedback. Well, I'm not a big gym goer, so something along them lines. <laughs> I think we need to should leave it there rather than go round and round. Um, yeah. Will any final thoughts um, on uh, gyms and guitars and finding? Uh, you've motivated me a little bit to do some exercise. That's what I've got out of this. Uh, <laughs> I've been mean, I mean, back and just relaxing whilst enjoying this conversation. It's been motivating me. Yeah, it stuff, you... so it's um, it's good. Been well, I've got complacent on the gym, but that's the point. It's like I'm yeah. I'm psychologically building myself up, and hopefully <laughs> we'll see see myself getting skinnier on these things because the what I don't want to do is more podcasts and I want. Oh, yeah, you're struggling to fit in the frame. <laughs> right? Because then we'd know that I've heard all the advice, I've been given programs, and I'm not applying them because I'm mentally not dealing with it. So we're all going to mentally deal with everything we got. We're going to deal with the job search. We're going to deal with our own personal goals and hit them head on. And Excellent. and then whatever happens, you know you're giving it your all. I reckon you'll probably get a good job out of it. And um, this like to put in the graft, though, don't you? Have to do that graft. Yeah, and start now. And that's the thing. Don't beat yourself up about what happened yesterday, having that burger, not playing the guitar, not sending the CVs out and not sending enough, not asking questions. Don't do that. Just do it now. Even like Amanda just wrote in the comments there as well about the um, the feedback topic, and I really like that actually. So you don't know, you don't necessarily have to get feedback from employers. People have friends, people have families that they can show their CV and portfolios to. Um, Stephen, Will, and myself, we are all on socials. We are on LinkedIn. You can reach us on the social. If you ever have any questions about the search or about your CV and about portfolio. Do not hesitate to approach us. But, you know, we are essentially we're not mind readers. We don't know if someone's struggling with something if we don't hear about it. So like Steve said at the beginning, we are able to advise you on certain things, um, be it, you know, something in the CV or the portfolio. But also, like Steve said, the best person who's going to help you is yourself. So yeah. you've got to put that graft in now and reap the rewards further down the line. Yeah. And because the thing is, because we can all be quite busy, you can message me. But, for instance, the Architecture Social, www.architecturesocial.com, it's a community of a thousand, over a thousand people in the same position. And you do get a lot of active people, but why don't you um, be active as well? Because the thing is, you can speak to me, but I guarantee you, if, if we start getting this, keeping the community up where we all can speak to each other, you will have 10 to 15 people come back to you. 10 to 15 people who will have an opinion. And ain't that great? Because suddenly, by exposing yourself a little bit and being helpful, uh, you're showing your CV and asking for a little bit of help, and then maybe helping someone else out, you know, is that thing of it goes on, 
you know, someone helps what you. What goes around comes around. Yeah, what goes around. And that works the other way, isn't it? Not helping people and then you being surprised when people don't help you. So maybe going out of your way a little bit. That, that, I think that that's really cool as well. You know so. them um, you know the WhatsApp groups everyone has? Everyone's on WhatsApp and everyone's in a group chat of some kind with their friends. What you're saying, basically, do not be that person who just reads everything and doesn't <laughs> write everything. Because we've all got that person. And I know I have that person in my friends group and they are not very popular. Same thing with the social. Don't just go through and look every, at everyone's work. If you like someone's work, tell them. If you don't, like give them some, you know, advice on something. Absolutely. You got you got to engage. I think engagement is where it starts. That that's how growth begins. Yeah, and uh, and it doesn't need to be a huge amount. You don't need to be Mother Teresa. You just need to. Um, I think this point is conversation. How uh, if yeah, that's a really good example. Oh, I've got the door coming. One second, but that's right. Well, okay. when you round up, when you round up, one sec. I think Amazon's here. Oh no! Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Um, oh, Jack, I can't hear you. Your mic's gone, Jack. Yeah, it's been on mute. That's why. That's why that's it's why. gone. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that. Do you know? You know your biggest, um, your big point you talked about earlier about the whole um, market knowledge. Essentially, you know, people bring them up, and how do they start yeah. that or conversation? Where can people find out information? You know, if some someone's not up to date, where's the best place for people to look? Oh, about, the, commu- you know? the community is a great place. That's why we're trying to get everyone to engage because you find out different things. And that, that's mm. conversation. First of all, you get used to putting yourself out there. And then secondly, as well, you find out things from different people. Um, I mean, you can look at Zine, for example, um, Architects Journal. They're like easy ones that has every, every sort of information you want. But uh, it's just about like Googling stuff. Find out, go on practices website. See, they have their own news section generally for most practices. And so they'll say if they've won a project recently, that sort of stuff. You know, you can find out from just talking to people. That's the best way to get information. Um, we use it all the time in recruitment. That's the best way we find out information because we speak to people. We don't Google it. We find and speak to people, have conversations. Mm. That's the best way to do it. And that's how you have those um, natural conversations on the phone or even in an interview situation as well. I love it's it. Gossip. Market gossip. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's my, my mic back on. Is he? Uh, yeah, you're back. Do you know what? You know it was the next door. The Amazon man knocked so loud. Yeah, I thought it was me, and it was next door. So he was got his knocked... uh, 39th horn delivered this week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Which I you yeah so uh, thank you everyone for joining us um do remember if you do have anything you'd wish to ask us you can reach us all on the architectural social or linkedin i've been your host jack moran with Stephen drew and will ridgeway hopefully we'll be seeing you guys next week till then take care everybody go out then push in see you all later Bye.